Welcome to the MLM.com podcast. I'm Nancy Tober, your host. Today, I'm excited to have Mike Christensen on our uh, podcast. He is the Vice President of Sales at InfoTrack Systems. He led business development for visible supply chain management for more than 10 years. And during that time, he began his service as a board member of the DSA's Supplier Committee, where he applies his passion and dedication to the direct selling industry. And today, Mike and I talk about the need for your compensation software to be scalable. And we reference back to it in several of the uh, points that we discuss, but it's really important. And he explains that very nicely. Uh, We also talked about the critical nature of near real-time or real-time data. And he had the startling statistic that only 34% of direct selling companies use or have access to real-time data. And we talk at several points throughout the interview about what a real-time data can do for a company and for their distributors. So that's a very important. Uh, at being in the technology space, he talks about technology. In particular, we did have a great discussion about e-commerce and how e-commerce is working and uh, on the upswing in the industry. So thanks and welcome, Mike Christensen. I'm doing well, Nancy. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I just thought we'd start off, you work for InfoTrack Systems, start off by telling our audience what things should they consider when they go to choose a compensation software company? Yeah, so yeah, there's many things to consider and every every company is so unique and, and very different. And I think uh, what most companies need to focus on is uh, a company that, that can scale. And the reason I, I bring that up is because we see what, what happened during, uh, well, the transition of 2019 to 2020 when, when COVID came on the scene. Uh, those companies that were um, built for scale or at least the, the, the built to be flexible and to pivot, they were the ones who were able to take advantage. That's, that's a good way to say it, take advantage of the situation. Well. It, um, yeah, we were. I, I I vividly remember the very first conference with DSA uh, after uh, everybody was sent home, and we were crossing our fingers, hoping we would stay even. Mm-hmm. We really didn't right. think that COVID would work to our advantage in any way. We really hoped we wouldn't lose, and that right. by December of twenty twenty, uh, we said five percent. You know. Right. Middle, middle sized companies, large companies. But what, tell me what exactly you mean by scalable. Are you talking about international so, or just can bring on, you know, a hundred thousand new distributors or something? Uh, so, so both, right? So the ability to handle not only volume and scale, but also the ability to, to flex quickly to new markets and expand internationally is really critical. Um, sometimes, we want to control our growth, or at least we try to do our best to manage growth. But as, as you know, sometimes some some of these uh, direct selling companies uh, they launch a new product, and all of a sudden the growth just takes off, or they they find a new leader or leadership group, and, and maybe in a new country, and and all of a sudden that just that just takes off out of nowhere. And so yeah, they they have the the systems in place and the strategies in place to handle that that kind of growth. In, in addition to that. To handling just volume and, and market 
expansion uh, and that growth. Uh, companies need to be um, have a platform or at least their technology needs to be able to grow and adopt new ideas, new technologies and, and services and features that are available out there now because what we're what we've we've seen in direct selling is a major digital transformation right and a lot of it's focused on social media right but right but there's and there's some concerns there we know some social media won't even allow direct sellers right. on their platform and then other other social media platforms are are, are controlling or restrict you know some kind of restriction in in place so yeah Companies need to think outside the box and be able to scale to new features, new technologies that allow them to, to uh, take advantage of social marketing or social networking, but, but, but control it and not be at the mercy of some of these different platforms. Yeah, good. Well, and connecting, right? That It's not just that you do compensation software, but you connect the distributor's behavior to that compensation you, you can Correct. tell them all kinds of things about what's happening uh, potentially in their data. Right. Yeah. And the data is critical. And, and here's the thing. It needs to be real time. Yeah. In our day and age now, it's, we, can't, we can't wait for data and then yeah. and make decisions 30 days later, right? We have to make decisions now. And I, I think there was a survey recently. Only 30, 34% of current direct sellers have uh, real live data or access oh. to real life data. I, would, so you, a, would you send me that? Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, that, I will. That is, yeah. uh, it's, uh, I was talking to somebody and they were talking about designing a compensation engine. And I said, well, anybody can do math, right? That's right. not the hard part. But uh, the math you do in direct selling is very complex. But it's the fact that you do it in real time and mm -hmm. you do take backs or returns and you right. also do that in real time it's that Correct. real time that is so difficult to do i agree agreed and there's so many yeah and so yeah i wrote it out here to send that that information to you but yeah 34 percent and yeah uh that those companies who who understand when different events happen within their their organization uh, let's say if, when, if someone were to cancel or they change, you know, change their auto ship or if they change some behaviors, they, that data, that information, that, that event needs to be, there needs to be a trigger and it needs to be uh, sent immediately. And it's got to be a, an effective way of communicating that uh, right down to the actual distributor or the, you know, the business builder so they can respond. Yeah. Uh, that, that information is really is vital. And so, yeah, yeah, or you doubt. you enrolled someone new and uh, you're in my downline. I might want to congratulate you. There's all kinds exactly. of rewards that people work for beyond money. Money is one of right. them. But keeping track of all that data in real time, I think, is crucial. I think you really hit on uh, something that we don't talk a lot about. Yeah. Right. Anything else? Uh, and, yeah, well, you talked about it earlier, just the, the customer focus that, that we're seeing as well. It's hyper, right? And so... That, that real time real time uh, data is is critical for you to, to just stay in front of your customers and to just deliver that really strong customer experience. We're yeah. seeing it among all these major retailers, right? They're they're using the yeah. data. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we as direct sellers need to do the same. 
Well, and we've always been an industry that prided ourselves on being belly to belly, right? So we, that's mm-hmm. why we, that's always, we always worried that right. or, or, with COVID, we worried that we would lose belly to belly. But what we realized is we can still be very interpersonal and very mm-hmm. uh, connected to our downline right. and have that happen over a Zoom call or uh, a, an email or something else. Uh, right. th- th- that technology didn't ruin us being connected and and mm-hmm. uh that real-time data really helps you be connected to your downline and right. your customers yep. yeah that yeah. agreed i think those companies that that have held and preserved just the value of the belly to belly like you said that that's still a really important part of direct selling Absolutely. we need to really make sure that's still strong and, and healthy but also having the the digital transformation or or whatever they may look like where you as a, an organization has adopted that they do need to offer and, and make, um, you know, the, have a digital experience as well is critical. So the combination of the two, without a doubt. Yeah. So how are companies using technology since you're in the technology space? What are you seeing? Well, what I'm seeing uh, right now is, well, first of all, cloud technology is critical. I mean, yeah. for companies to, to, to be able to manage that data and, and to be able to communicate it and, 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 and pass it, you got to be cloud-based without a doubt. So that's, that's what we're seeing a lot a shift, major shift to, uh, and focus, uh, to a cloud first kind of strategy. Okay. Um, so we're seeing a lot of that e-commerce of course is becoming, right. That's where we saw all the growth, right? So a lot of yep. development there. Uh, well, uh, there's some companies out there right now. It's really been neat to, to see, this new technology that to, to help companies expand their e-commerce offering where you're seeing these live videos and the ability to shop in a video, like yeah. on, right on, through a live video that we're seeing a lot of growth with companies that are, that are introducing those kind of technologies. So can you track that would, or is that just something you're seeing? Is that something your software can help them track or no? To take uh, no, an order live well, in a live stream. Yeah. So uh, for us, be able being able to connect and, and integrate with companies like that so that those transactions are seamless right so right. that transaction can occur that transaction can 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 happen within our platform and then uh and then of course that data is captured then we can we can push it back to them so right yeah it, without a doubt otherwise, otherwise you don't have real time right correct exactly yeah so. yeah that uh live streaming is fascinating right and and what we what the literature seems to be called them is the nano influencer that mm-hmm. re- under 5,000, right. right. That right. people get really connected to their social influencer uh, that they watch and so uh, they take a lot of recommendations and being able to mm-hmm. buy live from a right. live streamer. She shares a product with you and you can click mm-hmm. on something on the screen. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. What else right. are you seeing in terms of technology use? Yeah, some of those e-commerce things. Uh, Are you seeing more training? Are you seeing that get pushed through technology? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So with the real, you know, with real-time data, you know, and, and having the ability to understand when different events happen in the system or in the organization, companies need to be able to act on that. Like, what what does that mean? So, for example, let's say I'm a distributor and I I learn that someone has changed their auto ship or canceled it or or something has happened within my downline, if I may be 
notified of that change, but I also need to be trained by like, what, what do I do with that data now? Like what, how do I take that and how do I help grow, grow my business or keep my business healthy? What do I, what do I do with that information? So yeah, we're seeing a lot of um, companies invest in uh, online or virtual training um, uh, companies like, uh, uh, companies like Rallyware. I don't know if you know much about them or know. companies like. I don't know Rallyware. Yeah. So those are, they're, they're understanding that data and then they're pushing out, um, you know, training modules or training to the distributors and really kind of coaching them and leading them along the way of what they need to do to respond to those events. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, well, we are yeah. seeing a lot of that. And again, it gets back to the whole re real time data. Yeah, it's fascinating, uh, you know, s what's come into the space, right? So uh, mm -hmm. sales tracking uh, software, and you guys, I know, uh, will connect with sales tracking systems. I don't know exactly right. uh, what we'd call them, but that uh, a distributor can keep track of who's buying and what's buying. Well, actually, you have software that does that as well. Yeah, right? yeah the back office. Yeah, we're seeing a companies are really spending a lot of money and resources in um, building out digital tool sets for their distributors. And that yeah. includes training, Yeah. but it also includes just that visibility that they need so that they can run that, that business. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's fascinating because you don't just yeah, have back end software. You also have front end software yeah. that distributors can yeah. use as well. Yeah. That's uh, the whole shopping experience. Yeah. And, 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 you know, getting back to some of the, the tools that we're seeing the distributors are using, you know, we know that Zoom, of course, is being used by by everyone. Um, companies yeah. need to be able to have a good offering or strong Zoom um, or any kind of uh, video yeah. conferencing feature in their in their system as well. Yeah, I don't know if you listened to the podcast Matt Layton did from Legal Shield, but he mm. said they collected data and those people who were using Zoom had higher retention. Uh, yep, higher sales sense. and higher retention, right? So if you could teach them how to use these new technology tools, you know, and right. use them to enhance your belly to belly, you can really make some big strides, I think. Yeah, yeah agreed. Yeah. Uh, so I've been asking everyone, it's the end, of, well, the beginning of 2022. And I thought by this point, I'd stop asking people about the <laughs> influence of COVID but it seems like it's going to be with us and people working from home, people being more cautious. Uh, another company I, uh, I read, I think it was MetaFast, did a study mm. and they said that people's concern for their health has gone up. Uh, right. And so companies are doing well uh, training on, you know, what can you do? And how can you do it to make yourself healthier? So what are, what have you seen? How did COVID influence the industry in general, if you'd like to respond to that, and technology in particular? So, yeah, COVID for us, you know, we're a benefactor of some of the success from our, from our customers. We have a lot of customers in the wellness side of yeah. direct selling. And as you probably know, wellness companies saw pretty good growth yep. in 2020. So. We, we benefited from that, and we definitely had a strong year as a result. So what surprised so, me is how well some of those makeup companies did out there. I know you have some that do right. uh, personal appearance products. Right. And 
we're all on Zoom now, and we all have to see our face every day on Zoom. <laughs> and so we're sick of That's those wrinkles, so and we're sick of my eyelashes not showing up, right? I just surprised the heck out of me. I mean, if you go back to World War II, the sale of lipstick went up dramatically during the mm. war because women couldn't afford other and they weren't available, other makeups, but lipstick was still available. And it skyrocketed because people still wanted to feel pretty and still wanted to right. feel, you know, like they were out there in the world connected. <laughs> uh, it's interesting. It, it surprised yeah. me so much the personal care did so well. Yeah, that's true. But if you think about it, uh, uh, lipstick probably in 2020 didn't go so well because yeah. people all had their masks on. So <laughs> yeah. they probably saw just the opposite. <laughs> During 2000. Yeah, anything that helped my eyes, I was I was in. Yeah. I was in, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, companies um, like wellness companies, personal care companies, cosmetics, it just, everyone, it seems like everyone just, just kind of transformed their business and just did all they could to to reach out and connect. And so I, I think while while wellness companies obviously were, were strong and they, they had a really good 2020, a lot of companies still enjoyed uh, a lot of success just by simply improving their connection and their reach out to their customers. Yeah. Um, I'm really focusing on them. I think everybody just benefited from that just just shift, right, to yeah. a very customer-centric focus. Yeah, I think uh, I have a theory. Someday maybe I'll write a, a book about it, but uh... – I have a theory that our psyche was really damaged by COVID, mm -hmm. right? That our right. our sense of security was damaged, right? right? Our sense of safeness was damaged. Mm -hmm. So we sure. had this all this psychological uh, baggage, new baggage. We were already carrying baggage. It's not like we all didn't have baggage before COVID. We did. So true. Uh, but now we're carrying this new baggage and... I think direct selling filled that space, which I think is what you're just saying. It can, we connected with people and we asked yeah. them, how are you? Right. Before we right. talked about makeup or uh, some vitamin, we talked about how are you? How is your family? Right. Uh, what's going on in your life? Right. We, we are people who care about people as an industry. And I think yeah. that that really worked to our benefit. Oh, for sure. I that think connection. the way I look at it is the com the community really came together, and yeah. and every every company kind of had their own community, right? But then as a whole, direct selling just fused and just came together as a community. And I, you're right, I, that people were able to connect on a deeper level. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so great. Well, I am very happy to have had you on our podcast today. Anything else you mm -hmm. want to add about compensation software or yeah, what yeah. So it's, you you brought up the influencer, right? The mo that influencer model. It's really kind of companies are really paying attention to that, right? And uh, our we have a commission consulting team, and 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 a lot of the questions we're getting from our customers and also from prospects as they consider their compensation plans and their designs that now we're getting questions like, how do we, how do we incorporate and how do, how can we uh, develop like an influ influencer position within our, our, our model, our yeah. commission plan. Yeah. And yeah. so those are a lot of questions that are happening now. Cause I think what traditionally you'll always have the distributor or the business builder, right. That right. wants to build out right. their, their, you know, 
their their right leg, their left leg. They want to go their several levels deep. They just want to build that organization and have that have that downline, and right. that'll always happen. And then, of course, we have the preferred customers, and then we have just the customers. We're seeing a lot of that, but now com- people are asking us, how can I incorporate that person that doesn't want to necessarily build it out and spend the time building out different legs and things, but they they're really good at sharing and they want to share. How do we compensate them just for sharing? Right. And where someone says, hey, I just want to share the product. I want to share my experience. I want to be able to send somebody a link. They go to that link and then they, they buy. And I want, to, I want to be able to get paid for that or at least right. compensate it so, to some level. So we're starting to see a lot of that, the influencer or affiliate model yeah. being incorporated yeah. into a traditional direct selling model. And so that's something unique that a lot of companies are kind of looking at, especially the wellness and the personal care and the cosmetics. Yeah. We're seeing a lot of it there. So yeah. are you seeing the same? I'm sure. I know you're pretty active in consulting with companies. Are you seeing the same? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, uh, uh, it's, and we're seeing lots of people click on articles about social mm-hmm. media and influencers. Uh, the, that's uh, key. It's also interesting that people are also worried about security at the same time. Those articles That's also so got true. clicked on, right? Yes. So you have to have a secure yeah. system that protects that personal information, um, which I know you have. Uh, right. Yeah. So yeah, we're seeing the same thing, right? Uh, it's a customer world. We started out as an industry as a customer world and we're coming back to that focus. And then yeah. how can I reward a customer who wants to refer, but doesn't want to be involved in any, any of the plan right. that they've right. got a, a bad taste in their mouth for the plan, but they don't mind sharing their product sure. with other people, right. but you know, can they get 5% off uh, their next yeah. order? If someone purchases, uh, you know, that's a, that's a great little technique. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. How, Nancy, how long have you been in direct selling? I know it's been, you've, that's pretty major uh, part of your career, right? Yeah. I started helping uh, at Infotrex in 1999. So I developed hmm. some training early on uh, wow. and just have done a ton of things um, over the years <laughs> with right. uh, direct selling. So yeah, I've been around a long time. I've done MLM.com uh, since 2002. MLM.com is early. It it, it was started early, like 1997. So we've been around the block a while. So yeah. Yeah. You've had a, you've had a front row seat to a lot of these, uh, these changes. And I, I think that's what we're, we're noticing just, just the changes that the companies are having. And I, and I think it's important and just maybe to kind of end on is that, that at one time, I think companies would, would invest a lot of time and resources and, and find a one stop, solution for everything right and what we're starting to see with our customers is they're starting to fragment a little bit um and and uh they are building out a a really strong technology stack that it that uh is really kind of focused on all these things we've talked about and that is just the 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 control and management the ability to scale to be flexible and pivot and to because, you know, what's what's next? What's going to happen next year, right? I and we have, no we have to be ready for those things. <laughs> yeah, I don't right? know. So, I'm crossing my fingers so nothing happens next year. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you hope that you have a technology that can re- that react can and pivot. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And so yeah. have that flexibility uh, and that real-time data is really key, yeah. without a doubt. 
All right. Well, thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate you taking the time today. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon, I hope. Okay. Very good. Thanks, Thanks. Nancy. I want to thank Leroy Ball for his help with the sound. And I want to thank Kelsey Ball for her help with the podcast as well. Thank you for joining the MLM.com podcast. We bring you information and insight into the direct selling industry. Join us next time.